Kate McClellan, pro wedding planner with over 16 years of experience helping more than 400 couples down the aisle. I started Planning Collective to help all couples get through the overwhelm of wedding planning by sharing my actionable tips and tools that I've used over the years working with my clients. We'll focus on getting rid of what I like to call FOWO, the fear of wedding oversight. This is an unfortunate condition that almost every couple will suffer from at some point. Let's get you back to enjoying the planning process. Here we go. Hey guys, Kate here. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Planning Collective podcast. In today's episode, we're going to break down what will most likely take up the largest portion of your budget, the reception costs. Before we get into it, if you haven't listened to episode 32, please head on back and check that episode out first. That's where I break down the overall wedding budget and how you come up with that big picture number. Once you have that, we can get into breaking down the details that will make up 40 to 50% of that big picture number. I can't tell you how many times clients have come to us after booking their venue. When we start discussing the budget, we realize that the venue costs they've already committed to are taking up 60 plus percent of the total budget. This means that they need to either sacrifice in other areas of the budget to make up for it or add to the overall cost, meaning you're over budget right from the beginning of wedding planning. I don't want that to happen to you. No one wants to sacrifice or be over budget. So let's get into how you make sure it doesn't happen to you. First, let's talk about what we include in that 40 to 50% for your reception costs. The breakdown of this is going to depend on the type of venue that you're at. In regards to this conversation, we're going to talk about two main types of venues. The first I'll refer to as a traditional venue, meaning a banquet hall or hotel type space. The second I'll refer to as a unique venue, which will include backyard or tented weddings, as well as venues that require you to bring in your own caterer and rental items. If you're at a traditional venue, your reception costs will include the room rental fees, food and beverage costs or food and beverage minimums, and other venue fees including service and gratuities and taxes. If you're at a unique venue, your reception cost will include venue rental fees if applicable, tent rental costs, catering, bar service, and event staffing, the hard rentals like tables, chairs, flatware, and dishes, restroom trailers if needed, lighting, and essentially all of the details that would be included in a traditional venue rental. As you can see, a unique venue definitely involves more details, which is the reason that the idea of a backyard wedding being cheaper than a traditional venue is often false. While it's not always the case, breaking down the numbers before making that decision is super important. If you're thinking about having a backyard wedding or a wedding at a unique venue, please make sure you grab the free backyard wedding guide for a full rundown of the extra details you'll need to consider. You can grab that guide and other free wedding planning resources at planningcollective.com. Now, whether you're in a traditional or unique venue, the biggest portion of your reception budget will most likely be your food and beverage costs. So let's break that down a little bit further. If you're at a traditional venue, you'll most likely have a food and beverage minimum, which means that there's a specific dollar amount that you must hit or you'll be responsible for making up the difference. This total is for the cost of the food and beverage portion of the event, though. So make sure you're not including the actual room rental fees, audiovisual costs, and other fees like rentals and valet. The biggest hidden cost, however, is the service or gratuity and taxes. Some venues are very upfront about this and others tuck it into the fine print, trying to hide it. 
Service fees can be anywhere from 15 to 25% plus any state sales tax, and that's a huge amount to be unexpectedly added to your budget. Let's walk through an example. Let's say you're looking at a venue that has a $500 rental fee and a $10,000 food and beverage minimum. Looking at the contract, it shows that there is a service and gratuity fee of 18%, and along with 6% sales tax, your real minimum that you'll be spending at the venue will be just over $13,000. That additional $3,000 can really mess up your budget, so make sure that you have that all accounted for prior to locking in your space. If you're working with an off-site catering company at a unique venue, you're most likely not going to have a minimum to hit, and the initial pricing might seem to be a much better deal than the traditional venues that you may have already priced out. But remember that when you're at a unique venue, you'll most likely have additional large expenses like a tent, table, and chairs, staffing, and bar service. When it comes to gratuity for an off-site caterer, each company tackles this one differently. Just like traditional venues, some are very upfront with required gratuities on the initial quote, and others will leave it up to the client's discretion to tip after the event. Some will also have an office or administration fee, which is sometimes considered the gratuity, and sometimes that's to cover the staffing needed to help plan and coordinate the order. So in the end, you need to make sure that you're asking them what their policy is regarding these extra fees so you're not caught off guard with an unexpected cost. Looking back, remember that I said your reception cost should be 40 to 50% of your overall budget. This means that all the details listed above shouldn't total more than half of your budget. In the previous example, if your true venue minimum is $13,000 once we add in all of the extra fees, then your overall budget should be at least $26,000. This will ensure that you have enough room for all of the other wedding details and you're not going over budget right from the beginning. Whether you're at a unique venue or a traditional space, I would highly recommend that you grab that backyard wedding guide. This will outline any additional costs that you might have with your space and help you move on to the next step in planning the wedding. Again, you can find that at planningcollective.com along with other free planning resources. And if you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you could write a quick review. It would mean the world to me and would help other couples find the wedding planning tips they need. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.